chapter 63 it's been about a week since my last episode so not a ton of stuff has happened but plenty enough to discuss on uh, a new episode and uh also i would say uh, i have plenty to discuss going forward for this weekend uh, but uh, let's take a trip back in time first shall we uh, and talk about how i did on my predictions for over the weekend and i didn't do well but the one thing I did do well at is predicting horse races. <laughs> and while I probably should have put some money down on the horses, um, I didn't because, well, there really wasn't any money to be won. Justify one going away. Uh, won by a good amount. It wasn't close. Uh, wins the Triple Crown. Second Triple Crown in the last three years. American Pharaoh won it uh, in 2015. Um, yeah, the odds were, I mean... It wasn't really worth betting. I mean, you know, it won, so I guess it would have been worth betting. But, like, honestly, the rate, the um, odds uh, for what you would win weren't very good at, uh, you know, by the time the race started. I think, uh, I don't know what it ended up being. I know I saw 4 to 5 at one point, and it might have gone down to 3 to 5 uh, before the race actually started. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that. But uh, any event, justify one. And it's kind of funny, you know, because America Pharaoh did the Triple Crown two years ago, or three years ago, and now Justified did it this year, and it's like, well, it hadn't happened at all in my lifetime prior to this. It had been 40 years, in the last 40 years, I should say, since Affirm did it. Uh, it's only about, You've only had two now. Well, now there's two. But, like, prior to three years ago, there'd been zero. Uh, so it's kind of weird to, you know... But they seemed to come in bunches. There was three during the 70s, so maybe we're at that same sort of period with this decade where there's going to be three this decade. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I did win some money off my buddy because I bet Gronk was going to do better than he picked a random horse and I picked Gronk. And initially it looked pretty bad. Gronk came out of the gate pretty slow, but ultimately he ended up in second. Uh, it wasn't He wasn't catching Justify, but, uh, you know, a good showing to end up in second. Um if I put some money down for Gronk to show, uh, I would have would have done okay. Would have done okay. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, I did okay with the belt with the Belmont predictions. Got that one right. Although that was pretty easy, I guess. Justify. I mean, I didn't hear a lot of predictions of people saying that anything other than Justify was going to be a win. Not. I don't know necessarily if that was because they wanted the Triple Crown to happen or not. But you know, winning the tri- uh, having another Triple Crown horse win. Uh, is kind of a big deal and brings on more eyes, I think, to horse racing. Especially for the Belmont, you know, just to go into the Belmont with the chance of of having the Triple Crown. Um, all right, but let's take a little trip back in time to the earlier that day uh, at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion show. Um, my predictions were eh, not great. Um... But ultimately, I did get Kenny Omega correctly. 
Um, he he uh, beats uh, Kazushka Okada in a two out of three falls match. Two falls to one, and it was. I think they ended up going like an hour and five minutes or something along those, something close to that. So it was a, it was a very long match. It was a good match, uh, maybe too long. You know, a lot of people have you know talked about their other matches, and I thought the first one was probably the best, and it went forty something minutes. And then they did the sixty minute draw, which again I thought was a little long. And then they had their the third one, which I don't remember how long it went, but I think it was shorter. Um, although I don't know if that one was better or not. I feel like the first one was still the best. But everyone's you know saying this is the best match ever, blah blah blah. I don't know about that, but um, it was good. Uh, but I did get Chris Jericho wrong because I said Naito was going to win because if Jericho wins the title, will, that means he has to come back. Will he actually be coming back? I don't know. But he did win, and now he's an intercontinental champion again, although in a different company, but he is an intercontinental champion. So I guess he'll be back. Um, whether that's at the G1 special in San Francisco, I don't know, because they kind of announced a bunch of matches, one being Omega versus Cody for the IWGP championship, and I don't remember seeing his name anywhere. Maybe they just haven't announced it yet, or maybe he won't be there. I don't know. That's coming up in July. Uh, also something that's coming up in July is the, the big next big UFC fight, but how did I do? Oh, by the way, so Young Bucks also won the tag titles. Uh, it's only, I mean, that's the only really, the, the Bullet Club beat the, the, uh, old guys. I don't know, Liger, Mysterio, and Tanahashi. Um, Takahashi won the Junior Heavyweight Championship, um. That's about it. I don't know. I ended up going four and five to, uh, for the night, so not great, but better than UFC. <laughs> UFC two twenty five. Uh, yeah, I overall I went four and nine, so not great. Uh, I'm just gonna talk about some of the highlights. Uh, obviously, CM Punk was fighting. He did not win. He did not look good. Uh, he ended up he ended up going uh, the distance, the three rounds. He lost all three rounds, according to the judge. All three judges. Um, he didn't seem to know what he was doing out there, and his opponent didn't really seem to care so much. It was kind of weird. It's a weird match, kind of slow and boring to some degree. Um, yeah, he didn't really seem to know what he was doing. So what's next for him? I mean, there's all these rumors about him being all in. He's obviously said he's not going to be, because why would he say he's going to be? That would just be dumb if it's supposed to be a surprise. I mean, Chris Jericho always says he's not going anywhere, and then he's always places... Or if he's not, then it's kind of a surprise. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, um, I don't know where he goes next. I mean, you know, I think he had a two-fight guaranteed deal, possibly. I'm not even sure. Um, so he's had two fights, both of which were on pay-per-view. Uh, I mean, they could scale him back down and put him on a fight night or uh, just a prelim card or something. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... But who are you going to have him fight? I mean, this other guy that they had him fight was also 0-1. Lost to the same guy. Didn't, no one really knew much about him. And he kind of dominated him. So, I don't know where else he goes. Could go all in. Could just be done. In the limelight. Could, you know, sit at home and do nothing. He got some money out of this one anyways. Uh, yeah, so how else they do in the rest of the card? Well, Robert Whitaker won. Unfortunately for that match, it kind of got the little... Uh, uh, less important, I guess, because Yoel uh, Romero didn't make weight and it ended up not being a non-title match. Um, 
Yeah, Colby Colventing won the interim welterweight title, so I got that one wrong. Uh, yeah, I got them all got them all wrong. Holly Holm did win, though. I got that one right. Um, but yeah, next up for them, also on July 7th, is the uh, UFC 226, which should be good. Uh, you have the big match with uh, Stipe Miocic defending the uh, heavyweight championship against the light heavyweight champion, Daniel Cormier. Uh, light heavyweight championship, obviously not on the line. Uh, but it will be interesting to see what happens with this, because I kind of feel like... Daniel Cormier is probably if 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 he doesn't win, and even if he does, might just be done. I mean, if he wins, what else can he do? I mean, I guess he could defend the heavyweight championship, but then he's, what's he going to do with the light heavyweight championship? Uh, I mean, and then if he if he loses, what is it? Is he going to go back to light heavyweight and defend that, or is he just going to be like, all right, I'm I'm kind of done? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, obviously, once this big match, the big payday, uh, all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I'm interested. I'm gonna. I'm definitely, uh, definitely intrigued and interested by that. Uh, that that fight when that comes down. Uh, I, I don't totally know the whole card at this point. I know there's another. I think there's another title match on there. The flyweight. I think Max Holloway is he flyweight champion? I forget. I'm pretty sure he's fighting um, on there. If I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken. I don't know. I'd have to look. But that's not for a few more weeks. I'll talk about that some other time. Uh, But yeah, so ultimately, overall for the weekend, I ended up doing a pretty poor 9-14 for my predictions. Uh, But I did get the horse racing. Belmont Stakes. Maybe next year I'll bet on it. Uh, We almost went down and tried to bet on it, but... uh, Ended up not happening, but that's neither here nor there. All right, moving on. What else has been going on in this last week since I've talked to you people? Um, uh, let's see. Well, Kim Jong-il and <laughs> Donald Trump talked to each other. Speaking of talking, people talking to each other. I had nothing to say about it. I honestly don't know what happened, and I just know they met, and blah, blah, blah. Dennis Rodman was sad about stuff. I don't know what happened. Ah... <sighs> Dennis Rodman, Bash of the Beach 97. I don't know. I don't know why I just said that. And 98, I believe. He wrestled at both those. I'm just saying that because it's the 20th, I guess it's the 20th anniversary of him and, it was him Hogan versus Malone and DDP. Coming up in a couple weeks. Just saying. I don't know why, I don't know why I'm talking about this. Alright, anyways. So, movies. I watched one other movie, um... Since we last discussed, uh, ooh, this one was a tough one. I watched the 1517 to Paris. If you're not familiar with what this movie was, it was very quickly in and out of the theaters. It was directed by, directed by Clint Eastwood, so you'd think, okay, directed by Clint Eastwood. That sounds like it could be interesting. He's done some good movies. Um, it's based off a true story, so, you know, that could be hit or miss, um, the true story only happened a couple years ago so again it's like okay well is that too quick um i don't know um okay but here's the problem all right so if you're not familiar with the story of this um three u.s uh friends uh two of which were in the military at the time and were on leave and decided to go take a trip through europe and uh they ended up on this train to Paris, and during the course of the train, uh, some terrorists got up and um, started 
shooting and blah 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 these guys were able to take him down and you know it's a, it's a good story it's a good feel good story you know like they saved the day blah 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 um and it's got some interesting cast members in it you know if you look at it quickly you're like oh it's, okay that's there's so and so there's so and so all right this could be interesting blah 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 the problem is though when you then look at to see who the main characters the main three characters are the main three characters are played by themselves and oh boy um they're not good actors and i understand that they're only trying to act themselves it's not like hey let's go out there and be um abraham lincoln or go out there and be uh, winston churchill it's like no just go out there and be yourself and boy it's rough it is really rough and I get it. Not everyone's an actor. I mean, I know they've spent some little bit of time in the public light in terms of this story. But to then go and act, even though they're acting what they did and just trying, supposed to be themselves, it just doesn't work. It's like they spend the whole time trying to remember their lines and it's they're just very robotic and they're not actors. And that's a tough thing to do to put non-actors in a big Hollywood film. And uh, yeah, I, that's my biggest issues with it. I'll probably talk about it more when I later at the next year when I do my list of things. But it right off, it's, you know, like just freshly in my mind because I just watched it. So I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Speaking of things I just watched, I literally just ended watching uh, Legion, the second season finale. And man, I have no idea what's going on in the show. <laughs> um,. Yeah, it seems it's like a it's a good show, but I have no idea what's happening. It's really tough. It's I don't know what's going on. Something happened in the future, and then something in the past that caused the future people to. I don't know. I'd say that's a spoiler, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it's a weird it's a weird show in that like I know they were going for something completely and utterly different. It's FX. They tend to do that. You know, it's a, it's an X Men universe type sh- type thing, but it really has nothing to do with any of that stuff. At least not yet, and I don't think ever will, because I don't know how they would connect anything to it. Um, I mean, yes, I understand from the comic book storyline of what who this person is and what they're supposed to be, but they have not dealt with that at all. And whether or not they do, I'd be really pressed. I'd hard pressed to have. I'd have a hard time figuring out that part out. How that would even work. Um, now, the first season I thought was really good. It was a little out there, it was a little wacky, it was a little weird, but it was still pretty easy to follow. This season, they just I think they just decided, whatever, just go crazy, go crazy. And I have no idea what's going on. Like, some people are different people, but they're other people, but they're from the past, but they're from the future, but they're from the present. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, and then John Hamm's narrating a bunch of stuff that I don't quite understand. I don't know. Anyways, I, I'm not saying I don't recommend it. I'd say go check it out, go watch it. Uh, but uh, maybe you'll have a better time understanding it than I do. That's all I really am gonna say. Speaking of uh, cartoon character, or I shouldn't say cartoon characters, but comic book characters um, that. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But speaking of cartoon characters, or yeah, I did again comic book characters that have television shows. Um, and this was a cartoon. I guess that's what I was trying to get at. 
Uh, I did watch The Tick finally on Amazon. Um, uh, yeah, so they brought back The Tick. Now, if you're not familiar with The Tick, um, it's a comic book. I believe, I don't remember if it was a comic book first or a cartoon show first. I'm honestly not 100% sure. I want to say it was a comic and then it was a cartoon because that kind of would make sense and that seems to be the normal uh, process that they go through. Um, but it was a kid cartoon. It was on Saturday mornings in the early, in the mid-90s. I remember watching it. It was a fun show. It was an enjoyable show. It was goofy, like, you know, superhero, but goofy, goofy, um, concept. Um, and then they did a live action show in 2000 or 2001, somewhere in that area with Patrick Warburton, um, which was okay. It, It didn't last very long. It only aired, I think they only aired seven or eight episodes. Something like something like that. Um, and again, it was similar to the cartoon where it was kind of goofy and over the top. Um, I wouldn't say it was ne- the live action one was necessarily aimed at a younger audience, but it kind of had the same vibe as the cartoon did. This one's a little bit more adult. Um, it definitely uh, dropped some bad words and there's a lot more violence. Um, um, it's on Amazon, so they can get away with that pretty easily. But yeah, it's it's not as over the top goofiness. I would say it still has a lot of those elements because at the, the the heart and soul of it, that's what it is. So it's, you can't really go too far um, off the rails when you're dealing with known um, products um, or whatever. A known um, known entity, I guess, is what I would say. Um, IP, as as people are saying now, IP, intellectual, intellectual, intellect, intra, in, <laughs> intellectual, into, wow, I can't say it, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say, property, <laughs> wow, uh, I can't say that word, and I will not try again, anyways, good show, check it out, there's one season, 12 episodes, I think they did, they split it up into two different parts, but I hadn't watched the first part yet, so the whole first season's up there now, think they're gonna do a second season next year sometime so yeah i definitely recommend it um if you're a fan of the old ones it's different but it's enough that it's enough the same that if you're a fan of the uh you know original cartoon and i guess if you're a fan of the original tv series which i don't know how that could be really the case it didn't last very long but anyways uh yeah go check it out it's it's a it's a fun little uh show 12 episodes they're half an hour each so you can get through it pretty quickly that's not a big commitment at this point. Um, next up, um, which I didn't realize was coming back uh, so soon, uh, another comic book. These are all comic books, people. Let's just... It's a comic book-themed uh, uh, television uh, recap here. But, no. So, anyways, Preacher is coming back to AMC. Another adult-oriented comic book uh, show. Uh, I really, I really like the show. The first season was really cool, and I, I've never read the books or anything like that, so I wasn't really didn't know what to look for. Didn't know what was going on. First season apparently had nothing to do with the books, and it was kind of like a prequel, in in that like it was setting up to where the books start. And I guess I don't know if the second season followed the books closely or just more so where in line they were, they started in the books, and. Honestly, I don't remember exactly where it ended off. I'd have to go... I think I'm going to have to go back and watch the finale of last season to kind of recap what everything was. I mean, I remember a lot of last season, 
but I still don't remember exactly how it ended. Um, so I'm going to have to go back and watch that before the season, new season starts up. Although probably they'll recap it before the first episode anyway, so maybe I don't have to do that. Um, but yeah, so that should be good. I think that comes, I think it's two weeks from Sunday, or maybe it's a week from Sunday. Two, two weeks from Sunday or a week from Sunday, so check that out on AMC. If you haven't watched it, go back and check it out and recap and, you know, get caught up before the new season starts. Uh... Another comic book show that uh, just debuted uh, uh, last Thursday on Freeform, uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Um, so, yeah, this one's interesting because it's 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 hard to really know how these shows are going to be. And I'd put this kind of in with the Runaways because it's like, well, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or like uh, the Inhumans. Well, not so much the Inhumans, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent, Agent Carter that were on ABC... Those ones are like, okay, they're spin-offs, spin-off of the movies to some degree. I guess Inhumans was kind of a spin-off of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so that kind of works. So I kind of know what to expect from those to some degree. And then you have the Netflix side of things and, you know, you know Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, um, Iron Fist, whatever, Pam Punisher. Luke Cage Season 2 comes out next a week from Friday, I believe. Uh, so check that out. Um, but... This Runaways that was on Hulu, and now this Cloak and Dagger, which is on Freeform, it's kind of weird to judge, like, how they're going to be, because, like, Runaways on Hulu, so Hulu, whatever, I mean, that's kind of what, whatever, you know, there's no real, like, specific, you know, uh, audience for Hulu, Uh, but it was clearly, you know, it had a bunch of teenagers, and it kind of aimed at maybe a younger audience, um... But then you have this Cloak and Dagger show, which is on Freeform. If you're not familiar with what Freeform is, because you may not be, because it's relatively new, um, it's what it's what um, ABC Family used to be. Uh, they changed over to Freeform, and it used to be Fox Family before that, and it was the Family Channel before that, because you know, eventually ABC buys everything from Fox, apparently. Um, but um, you know, I always thought it was weird when ABC did buy Fox Family, and I know that was a long time ago at this point. But it was like, you already have the Disney Channel. Why would you need the ABC family on top of the Disney Channel? And it was like, eventually it was like they just became the same channel. So ultimately I found I felt like, well, all right, maybe they, they kind of probably realized they didn't need those two channels to be exactly, basically exactly the same. So Freeform, I think, is more so um, aimed at like teenagers and young adults. And that would definitely fall in line with this Cloak and Dagger show because it's based off the the premise is there's these two kids, or you know, you know, yeah. The premise is there's these two kids when they're young, almost drowned but got saved um, somehow. You don't you don't know yet. Something happens and they get saved and whatever. And uh, now that they're older, they're like you know teenagers, um, late teens. Um, they just they start to discover they have powers, and so cloak has the ability to put themselves put a cloak around them, and they can teleport. He can teleport, and dagger she can form daggers in her hand. I guess I don't know. There's only been two episodes, so that's as far as I know, and I'm not familiar with the books at all. So cloak and dagger makes sense though. Um, so far so good. Two episodes in seems pretty cool. Here's Thursdays. Uh, I think there's only going to be 10 episodes in this first season, so I would say check it out. Uh, you know, again, not not familiar with this Marvel 
there's so much Marvel stuff. It's just, it's insane to know, to know all this Marvel stuff. Like I know some of them, but it's like, once you get past like the big ones, it's like cloak and dagger. Like, I don't know. I don't know cloak and dagger. I mean, I didn't know what the hell the guardians of the galaxy was. And you know, look where that went. So, um, but yeah. And then we got, speaking of Marvel, Ant-Man and Wasp is coming out in a couple weeks too. I've, Actually, that's going to be jam-packed weekend now that I think about it. If you got the UFC 222, you got, or 226 rather, you got the G1 uh, special for New Japan, Ant-Man and Wasp. It's right after 4th of July. I don't know. Anyways. What else is happening? Uh, Supergirl, speaking of comic book TV shows, uh, one more episode, season finale is on Monday. Why they timed it that way, I'm not really. I'm still confused because all the other episodes, all the other like uh, DC shows ended at the end of May, and now, but Supergirl still had three or four episodes left. Kind of weird the way they did it, but it's fine. Gives you something to watch now that all the other shows are done, I guess. Uh, Westworld, I guess that's the only thing I'll talk about that's not uh, comic book related, superhero comic book related. Um, this uh, this past episode, oof. I don't know what was going on. I just it didn't it didn't hold my interest. There's like the Indians and they were speaking all Indian language all the whole time and oof. It was like a backstory of that, and but then it turned out it maybe wasn't. I don't know, man. I don't know. The show can be really good sometimes, and other times it's just like, what the hell is this? It's a little uh, disappointing sometimes, because um, uh, it could be a really good show, and sometimes I think it just tries too hard, maybe, or it just takes a step back with episodes that don't seem relevant and or me- meaningful. Um, but yeah, so anyways, uh, that will do it for that. Uh, let's move on to sports. Well, by the time my episode actually ended up <laughs> ending up being posted... Uh, yeah, the Capitals had already won the Stanley Cup, so I pretty much called that. I mean, it seemed pretty inevitable that the Capitals were the better team, or I don't know the better team, but they were going to win. They were more de- they were more determined and and uh, more focused and wanted it more. I, I just felt like you know Vegas just seemed happy to be there. They're like, holy crap, we're in the Stanley Cup Finals, and that was fine. But uh, yeah, and you know, even to say that in the in game. Five with the uh, Capitals won. They were down by goal with like 10 minutes left and came back and weren't back and scored two goals and ended up winning the uh, Stanley Cup. So for the first one, their first time, uh, first timers uh, winning the Stanley Cup. So congratulations to the Washington Capitals and uh, we'll beat you next year. Uh, the Bruins the Bruins will beat you next year. <laughs> or maybe. If you even get that far. <laughs> Just joking. All right. Um, or maybe not. <laughs> but uh, it's too early. Too early. Too way too early. Uh yeah, and then in the NBA, the next night, yes, the uh, Golden State Warriors finished off the sweep of the Cavs. Cavs just weren't there. LeBron, you know, already started making excuses right after. Oh, I had a broken hand the whole time. Apparently, he punched a whiteboard after the game one. Uh, not because J.R. Smith went the wrong direction, but because of the charge call that got overturned with uh, Kevin Durant. But either way... You know, stop making excuses. Um, you, I mean, you weren't going to win. <laughs> the bottom line, you weren't going to win. You could have at least showed up for game four, but you didn't. Um, 
On the one hand, I feel like the Celtics could have at least given them a better series. At the, on the other hand, I think we would have gotten smoked. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe we got made it to five games. I don't know. But I don't think we would have um, had any chance against the Warriors either. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so now the big thing is... Um, oh, and just, you know, just to finish off the... Ovechkin ended up being the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. No big surprise there. And Kevin Durant uh, ended up being the Finals MVP. Uh, not a huge surprise given what he did in Game 3. Um, a lot of people argued, oh, Steph Curry should have got it. No, he, Steph Curry did nothing in Game 3. He, he missed like a million shots. Like I, I, I heard some people arguing that. It's like, it, if they had done that, it would have been like almost like a... Um, like a cumulative, cumulative? That's not a word. I, I can't, why can't I say words today? A cumulative? Nope, can't do it. Like an overall Finals MVP for the last four years. It seems like because yes, he had great numbers in the Finals if you count all four of the ones he was in. But uh, in terms of this one, not so much. They were good. He had some good games, but he had the game three that he wasn't so good, and Kevin Durant uh, dominated. So. No no issues there. Kevin Durant already said he was going to re-sign with Golden State, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Clay Thompson, I believe, is up for them, so we'll see what happens there. Or if, or maybe he's not up. Maybe just he's extension. Um, well, let me double-check that. But, the whole, you know, the big issue right now, I mean, and like I said, Kevin Durant doesn't need to stay in Golden State, but he wants to, so I mean, they can give him more money anyway, so I guess... It makes sense, but the big, the big, obviously, the big, um, the big prize this off season. Although there could be two, there could be two, given that no one knows what this, what's going on with Kawhi Leonard, and he missed a, most of the season. Didn't really seem to want to play for the Spurs. I don't think that's really like a good thing. <laughs> like you know, I mean, it comes off kind of not great. Like, is he is he really injured? Like, how injured is he? Like, do you want to trade for that? I don't know, man. And then will he resign with you? I don't know. Um, you know that's it's a big risk because the Celtics apparently, you know, apparently the Celtics proposed a trade. You know, this is rumors and and whatever. Who knows what's true these days? Supposedly the Celtics offered a trade. I mean, the way same way supposedly Rob Gronkowski almost got traded last week. Okay, whatever. Um, what the trade was, who knows. Uh, Spurs apparently didn't even bother to counter-propose, so clearly it was garbage offer, if anything. Um, but now they're being linked to maybe they'll go after him now. Uh, you know, people are questioning whether Kyrie still wants to be here. Maybe Kyrie gets traded for Kawhi. I don't know. There's a lot of rumors and, and garbage, so who knows about that. But obviously LeBron. LeBron is the big um, big story of the offseason again. Uh, big, you know, he's done it before. He'll, you know, he, here we are again, third time around. Obviously, the first time was the decision thing that would backfired in his face. Second time around, he just, you know, wrote a little note and said, "I'm going back home to Cleveland." Okay, so people seemed happier about that, but uh, whatever. Now people, I think, yeah, people are just sick of LeBron. I think. I mean, for me, he's obviously a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's just—he's whiny. He's really whiny. Complains all the time. Makes excuses. And, you know, has no real loyalty to wherever he is or whoever he's playing with. I mean, we see that with Cleveland. They they, they went 
two through two rebuildings of her their um rosters this year you know so clearly he doesn't care about anyone else basically um which whatever i mean that's it is what it is i guess but you know i you know i mean you expect me to like you i don't think so buddy um all right so i mean when it comes down to it um All right, Clay. Yeah, Clay Thompson has one more year left, but yeah, so we can get a extension. So that's like the next guy up, especially if Durant resigns for long term or whatever. Um, but basically, they're going to be the same team next year unless they decide to trade Clay or do something crazy and decide not to sign Durant, which I don't think they'll do. But ultimately, that's that's the goal here for LeBron. He's got to beat Golden State. So where is make where does it make sense for him to go where he can build a team or join a team that can beat Golden State, right? Okay, well basically just basically looking at the grand scheme of things right now. Um there's only a handful of teams really. Yeah, I mean, you got the Rockets who obviously took them took them um took Golden State to game 7. So, yeah, um you know, if he joins the Rockets, sure, but Chris Paul, you still have to get Chris Paul, and you have to, they have, you know, Chris Paul's a free agent or whatever, and also, um, Clint, uh, what's, whatever his name is, Clint, Cl- yeah, I can't say his name, uh, Clint, the Clint dude, the dude named Clint, um, yeah, Capola, Capola, is that it, Capola, Capola, Clint Capola, is that how you say it? Um, yeah, he's up to, I think he's a restricted free agent. Um, so, I mean, they got some other moving pieces that, you know, they'd have to, um, Capella. Capella. So they got some other moving pieces that they would have to, um, kind of, you know, move around. But, you know, if he joined that team, yes, they could clearly go, you know, challenge Golden State. They did this year with, you know, out him. So, yes, if they, if he can somehow get on the team, they can work it out and, and whatever, Great. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, he could join Golden State. I don't know how it would work. You'd have to take a lot less money, especially if KD stands for a ton of money. But if you join Golden State, you know, if you can't beat him, join them type of thing, right? I mean, he could stay with Cleveland. You know, they did make it to the finals. They could tweak their roster a little bit here and there. And maybe they could, you know, beat Golden State. I don't know. He could join Philadelphia. That's a, that's one of the biggest rumors heading the offseason was that he was going to join Philadelphia. There was a big, you know, uh, I think the odds makers had them, the odds on favorite. But then the whole Brian Colangelo stuff happened. Uh, and if you're not familiar with what happened with him, basically Brian Colangelo, I think I talked about this last week. But now he resigned and... I don't, if you're LeBron, I don't know why you walk, want to walk into that situation based off what just happened with that whole thing. Because, you know, even though Brian Colangelo is not there anymore, there's still a whole bunch of other people that are still there, you know? So to jump into that situation, I don't know. I don't know. But he could. Um, now, the heavy rumor now is he's going to the Lakers. Now, this was a big rumor for years. It's been a big rumor. Ever since he signed that new deal with Cleveland the last time around, they're like, oh, well, he's okay. He's going to opt out after two years and go to L.A. Uh, Chris Paul could join him. Paul George could join him. Um, whatever. Who knows? 
Who knows what will happen? Uh, you know, they got Ball there. Whether he wanted to play with Ball in that whole situation, I don't know. But uh, clearly, I don't think the Lakers would be like, oh, LeBron wants to come here? Oh, but he doesn't want the Ball on the team. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we're keeping Ball. <laughs> no, I don't. I think they would let Ball go. Um, but the big rumor, the reason why they're not, they're like the top um, odds on favorite to land LeBron is because supposedly, according to Gary Payton, um, or some and a couple other people, LeBron Jr. is going to be at some private school in LA to play with Kenyon Martin's kid and Scottie Pippen's kid or whatever. Um, so now because of that, the Lakers, the odds on favorite, I mean, the Clippers are there too. I mean, just saying, uh, but, uh, I, either of those situations don't really make sense in terms of competing with Golden State unless they do a hell of a lot of other stuff. Now, the thing with the Lakers, though, is they cleared a lot of room for the trade they did with <laughs> with the with the Warriors. I'm mean, not the Warriors, the the Cavs, ironically. Um, Jordan Clarkson, that whole thing, Larry Nance, um, you know, and Isaiah Thomas, obviously done. He's done, so he's off the books. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then finally the Boston Celtics. Now, there may be some other teams in there that I don't know, but there's a lot of teams that don't have a lot of cap space. So, there'd have to be a lot of maneuvering and stuff, and then if you're doing a lot of that maneuvering stuff, is your team that good that you're, that LeBron makes sense to join your team to not just be what the Cleveland was and lose to the Warriors? I don't know. But the Celtics clearly are in a situation where they have a lot of young talent. <coughs> and obviously, are geared up for a long-term run at championships now this year in an upsell they took cleveland to game seven now have they had they gotten to the finals they probably would have got smoked by the uh, warriors but gordon hayward not playing kyrie irving wasn't playing so and i don't know how and marcus smart i don't think it was 100 percent. so you're relying on terry rozier and two newer new guys tatum and and brown and obviously horford and then a bunch of other role player guys um so yeah, problem with that though is Kyrie. Kyrie just left Cleveland to come to Boston to get away from LeBron. If you're going to bring LeBron in, there's no way you're keeping Kyrie. And you have to move somebody to make up, make up the cap space anyways. Problem is Kyrie's not making nearly what LeBron would be making. Um, so does that mean you move Gordon Hayward? He's played five minutes for you. You're already, already going to give up on him? You can't really move Horford because I don't know what the value is. He doesn't. He, I don't think his value is what his contract is, unless you're going to give up a bunch of other stuff. In which case, how does that help you in the situation long term with LeBron? It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I don't see it happening, but I don't know where else he's going to go. I mean, Houston would probably make the most sense. I just don't know if they can make it work. Um, Lakers seem to be the team that he seemingly wants to. Or L.A. seems to be the place he seemingly wants to be. But unless they can make some maneuvers, I don't think that makes much sense for him in terms of wanting to win. Um, Philadelphia, I just, I think that's, that, I think that's a, the whole process, man. I mean, they made it to the second round of the playoffs this year and lost to us. I, I don't, I just don't know if they're going to be that good. And I mean, obviously, they had LeBron. They're a better team, no doubt about that. But um, 
I just I wouldn't want to be around that toxic environment. That just that whole that whole place just seems very toxic right now. And I'd stay as far away from there as possible. Um, but there you go. All right. Next up, we got MLB. Uh, Red Sox are still Red Sox Yankees are still going back and forth, going back and forth. They're you know tied right now. I think um, for the lead in the AL East. I don't know. I'll say uh, All Star Game's coming up though, so there's um, voting for the All Star Game. So start voting. Um, as far as the Red Sox go, as far as All Stars, I mean, Betts just came back. I feel like he should make it. J.D. Martinez has been out of this world. I feel like he should make it. Um, Craig Kimbrell, yeah. And then probably Chris Sale. I mean, I don't know. Chris Sale's win-loss record isn't so great because they get, they don't give him any run support. Although today, they are up, as I'm watching right now, they're at 5-0. So finally, he gets a little bit of run support. But he lost one nothing last game. And I think it was 2-1 to one the game before or something like that. <sighs> if the guy just got some run support. Um, he did get smoked in one of the games recently, so... Um, I don't know, but I feel I still feel like his numbers are good enough to get him an All Star, get him on the All Star team. But outside of those four guys, maybe Benintendi, maybe Benintendi. He's his his numbers. He's been pretty pretty good this year so far. Uh, but uh, that's that's about it. I would say. All right, let's move along. Um, so. The reason I'm doing this a little bit earlier than I normally do, and that could cause some problems with my predictions. Um, so coming up this weekend is the NXT TakeOver Chicago, as well as WWE Money in the Bank, and I will be doing my predictions um, going through that in just a bit. But the reasoning why I'm doing this on a Wednesday as opposed to usually I do it Thursday and post it Friday or, you know, or Thursday night or Friday or whatever. Um, I'm supposed to be going to a Steel Panther concert tomorrow night. Now, unfortunately people I was supposed to be going with all kind of backed out. So right as of right now, I'm the only one going. Um, and I thought everyone was going to buy their tickets and go, and everyone kind of backed out, and no one bought their tickets, and now I'm the only one that has a ticket. And the only one going at the moment. Uh, I'm waiting on some people to get back to me. Hopefully they change their mind or decide to go, and I end up going. Because it's a really cool show. If you've never seen Still Panther, I'd say go check, check them out if you... If you're into 80s, like, rock or metal or whatever, like, totally cool. But it's a comedy show, too, so it's very funny. It's a good time, um, and it's really enjoyable, so I'd say go check them out. Um, so with that, though, I'm doing this Wednesday afternoon, so I haven't watched uh, the last episode of NXT prior to NXT TakeOver Chicago. Don't think it's really going to change anything, but if something happens and I don't know about it, that's why. Um, but before we get to that, let's go back a little bit because I didn't go really go over the backlash results last time around. I briefly talked about them, but I kind of feel like that lead into what's going on. Now, here's my thing: backlash took place May sixth, and here we are, and it's June. Well, today is June thirteenth, but we got June seventeenth when the Money in the Bank card is. That's a long stretch. Without a pay-per-view, given that we went like it was seemed like every other week was a pay-per-view, uh, you know, at one point, and then they kind of broke them up a little bit, but they were still every like few weeks or at least every month, and now here we've gone a month and a half and without a pay-per-view, it's kind of weird. And, and, and 
on one hand, you'd be like, oh, well, maybe that's good. Maybe that just gives them enough time to build stuff. I think it gives them too much time to build stuff. I think I feel like they ran out of stuff to build upon. And kind of we're doing the same things over and over again. And it's like, yeah, we already started this. Just get to the match already. Uh, but um, especially for the feuds that have already been going on for a bit. Because it's like, well, yeah, we already saw a bunch of this already. And they already did it again. And now we have to wait again for how, how many more weeks? Um, but yeah, anyway, so back, back, yeah. Let's go back to Backlash. Um, I actually got almost all the them right. Um, I don't want to go into too many details because it was so long ago. I don't even remember at this point. But uh, um, the big thing coming out of this card, I guess, was... I mean, obviously, Brock Lesnar wasn't there. So we had Nakamura and and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship. And this is the first like co-branded thing. And that caused a lot of problems because, well... You have to fit everyone on the card, and that's tough to do. Um, and it went really long, and went really late, and people just kind of got, well, what is this all about? And then they throw Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns on as the last match instead of, instead of, uh, whoa, Chris Sale is not happy at the umpire. I don't know what's going on here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So you have Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns going last. Give it, but there was a WWE Championship match that was on the card, and that's not last. Now, granted, it ended in a double double count out, or not a double count out, but a double. Both guys couldn't respond to the ten count or whatever because they both kicked each other in the ding dongs. So yeah, you don't want to end the card on that. So have Roman Reigns go over Samoa Joe. So I guess makes sense, but it at the end it really didn't. Um, yeah. It wasn't a great show. I'm just going to put it bluntly. It wasn't a great show. Which then prompted them to decide, okay, now on these co-branded shows, we're going to start them earlier. Because they're probably going to go longer than three hours. So um, let's just start them earlier. And then if they go three and a half, four hours, then you're at your regular kind of ending time that you normally would. And people aren't, it's not so much later and blah, blah, blah. Makes sense. Especially from the East Coast. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, so they're so now all the pay per views are going to start at seven or six or seven, depending on uh, if they're the big four. We'll start at six, and the rest of them will start at seven. Seemingly, for now, <laughs> until they change it next time. Um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, there we go. So since then, uh, not a ton of stuff has really happened. I mean, Brock Lesnar hasn't been on. He's still the Universal Heavyweight Champion. He. It's the second longest, or the he's the longest reign of a major championship. Um, so, like that world heavyweight, the WWE, or Universal now, um, since Hogan, uh, from eighty four to eighty eight, uh, he beat CM Punk's record. <laughs> given that CM Punk lost, although CM Punk won his trial, but then lost his fight and now loses his record, I guess, sort of. I mean, he was still like eighth on the list. Um, but in the modern day, or whatever you want to say. Um, but regardless, he hasn't been around. Uh, they're building up to the money in the bank, which... And we'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, they're building up to the money in the bank. Uh, Baron Corbin is now the constable Baron Corbin, for some reason, under Kurt Angle. Don't know what that's all about. Um... Yeah, that's about it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. 
I mean, I guess let's just get into the cards and we'll talk more about it. Um, okay, so let's start off with the NXT TakeOver, which takes place Saturday in Chicago at the Rosemont. Uh, well, no, in Rosemont, I should say. It's not in Chicago, it's in Rosemont at the Allstate Arena, a.k.a. the Rosemont Horizon. Uh, now, it's always been weird to me that the WWE has always decided to do the Allstate Arena and the Rosemont Horizon uh, you know, in Rosemont as opposed to in Chicago at the Chicago Stadium or... Um, United Center and the United Center is even weirder because they were one of the first things that opened up the United Center back in 1994 for SummerSlam but yet they continue don't they continuously don't like to go there although I think they had a house show there last fall or something and that was like the first time they've been in there in like 20 years or something crazy for whatever reason and especially for TV they like going to the uh, Rose the Rosemont for the Allstate Arena but anyways, yes, this will be taking place there, as will Money in the Bank. Um, so let's just go over the card. Uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, make some predictions. Uh, okay, let's start it off. Undisputed Era will be defending the tag titles. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are the scheduled uh, two to be defending against only Norkin and Danny Birch. Now, here's where this is get gets a little weird for me. Um... So Undisputed Era is on the card as defending the tag titles, but it's just Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Now I'm guessing Adam Cole would be with them, but Adam Cole's not scheduled to fight, and he just won the NXT North American Championship, and here we are at the next NXT TakeOver, and he's not defending it. Um, seems weird to me. No, here's that thing about these shows the NXT takeovers, they tend to, you know, go two and a half hours or so. Um, But they only have five of them. And to get everyone on the card, it almost seems like you should just pump it up, bump them out to three hours, throw another match or two on the card. uh, Because they always seem to only have five, throw six or seven matches, and then you can get more people on the card. So it's like, Adam Cole isn't going to be hasn't wrestled on a major show since New Orleans, and then the next takeover isn't until Brooklyn in August. So he's going to go from April to August without having a major, begun a major show? Now granted, I get he's fighting on the house shows and whatever, and he's been on the television shows and whatnot, but not to defend his newly won NXT North American Championship on the next NXT takeover? Seems weird to me. Um, another guy on this card, EC3. I mean, couldn't those guys have had a match or something? I don't know. I mean, maybe they just don't want to rush everything, but where are they? They're not, they're nowhere to be found. You, you know, they built them up for the last one and now they're not even on there. Seems weird to me. I don't know. I feel like they should send these out to maybe three hours and throw in an extra card, throw in a couple extra matches and get more guys on the card. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just me, but there you go. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so Undisputed Error against Tony Lorcan and Danny Birch. The only way I could see the Undisputed Error losing this is if they decide to bring them up to the main card, which I don't think they're going to do, given that they've just brought up a bunch of guys that they're still not using at all. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of another tag team, though, that's not on this, War Raiders debuted, and they're nowhere to be found either. So, yeah. More proof there. 
Uh, anyways, I, yeah, so I'm going to go Undisputed Era. To retain their tag titles. Yeah, alright, next up we got a... Um, All right, next up, uh, let's go with... All right, Velveteen Dream taking on Ricochet. Um, this has been an interesting little feud that kind of started with the the latter match for the um, North American title at the last one and kind of continued on since then, I guess. Um, should be good. I, I think Ricochet is going to win, but uh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, it should be a good match. I believe they're both putting in some good work. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Ricochet, obviously, they have high hopes for, and uh, I think they're gonna push him. I mean, Velveteen Dream is cool and everything, but I feel like that's what he's there for—to put on a good match with the incoming guy. Um, whether or not that leads to anything else for him, I don't know. But uh, for now, I think he's uh, Ricochet is gonna go over. Um, all right, next up. We have um, the uh, women's title, Shayna Baszler defending against Nikki Cross. Now, it's weird that despite the fact that they haven't debuted yet on SmackDown, Sanity went up to SmackDown, but haven't been used yet. Nikki Cross didn't go with them, and now she's getting this championship match, but don't see it happening. I think Shayna's going to keep her for a while. Now, does that mean Nikki Cross gonna finally is gonna eventually go up with Sanity since they haven't debuted? Possibly, could be what they're waiting for because they've kind of just not said anything about them. Um, so maybe they're just waiting for that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Shayna Baszler is gonna continue on her reign um, as champion. All right, next up. Um, I don't know how they're going to do this, because last, last time out they went with Johnny Gargano and Ciampa in the main event, but uh, over the championship, and I think they will again. So let's go the championship match. We got uh, Alistair Black defending against Lars Sullivan, and I think similar to the Ole Lorcanin and Danny Burch uh, match with the Undisputed Era, um, I think they're just trying to bump these guys up a bit. For when the other guys eventually do move up, but I don't think they're moving up yet, so because there's no room for them really. So, but to just get these guys in your mind, these guys are the next kind of in line here. Uh, but I don't think I don't see Alistair Black losing the title this quickly to Lars Sullivan. Um, and then finally, in the main event, we have Johnny Gargano taking on uh, Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago street fight. Um, yeah, this this feud just continues forever. <laughs> it's been a year since the Champa turned on Gargano. Of course, he got hurt, so you know there was a whole eight months of nothing, um, basically, or however long it was. Um, and eventually he came back, attacked him, blah blah blah, led to their match at last uh, takeover, which um, Gargano won. And I really can't see Champa. Winning this one, which begs the question as to why they're doing it, just for the sake of doing it, and it's Chicago street fight this time around, as opposed to an unsanctioned match or whatever it was last time. 
I don't know, but I really can't see Gargano losing again. I mean, I I don't see it. I don't. How? How can they have him lose after he won last time? I don't know. Uh, they probably will, but I gotta go with Gargano. All right, so I think a lot of those picks were pretty obvious. I didn't pick any title changes. Ricochet and Gargano seemed to be, I would say, pretty easy bets. So these will probably all be wrong. <laughs> probably all be wrong. All right, so now before we move on to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view on Sunday, uh, I do have a box to open, another uh, Slam Crate uh, from Luke Crate, the WWE Slam Crate. Um, I don't, I forget, honestly, I forget what the uh, theme was they probably teased it in the last one I honestly don't remember so I'm just going to open it up um, um, I'm just going to open it up and see what's inside alright so first off we have one another one of those figures this time around it is Seth Rollins to go along with the, what did I get last time Sasha Banks and there was Finn Balor and there was Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H and Undertaker and whoever else. Um, yeah, it's the Seth Rollins one. So this is Series 2. It's the third one in Series 2. I guess these are all numbered. I should probably go back and look to see what the other ones were. But yeah, uh, looks kind of cool. I don't know. All right, we got a t-shirt. Who do we got on the t-shirt? It is a Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt. It's just a picture of him and he says what? And that's it. It's a, it's a interesting, kind of an odd <laughs> T-shirt. I'll be quite honest. Um, but all right, cool. Stone Cold. What? Whatever. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, we got some AJ Styles socks. So that's cool. Uh, I know there was a Bray Wyatt socks I got a while back, but AJ Styles socks. They're blue. They say Phenomenal One on them. I'm sure. One, one, one of them says phenomenal, the other one says one, it appears. That's cool. Uh, what else we got? We got another one of those uh, pin belt things. Um, huh. Interesting. It is clearly a tag team championship belt and doesn't really specify SmackDown or Raw. I mean, the background's red, but there's nothing like on it. That would specify that it's actually Raw or SmackDown. Just says Tag Team Champions. However, the thing it is attached to says WCW World Championship. What? So, someone messed up. <laughs> and then there is another fanny pack, uh, similar to the one I got before, which was the WWE Championship. This one is the Universal Champion. Yeah. Fanny pack. Because, yeah. It's 2018, so who doesn't need a fanny pack? And then there's a little the little card um, poster thingy. It says, what you get? Exclusive Stone Cold Steel Austin t-shirt. Exclusive WWE Slam Stars Seth Rollins collectible figure. Exclusive Universal Champion Waste Pack. It says Waste Pack, not Fanny Pack. I guess you're supposed to wear it around your waist, not your fanny. Whatever. Exclusive AJ Styles socks. And this is, says Exclusive Tag Team Championship pin, even though... Yeah, it's... It has WCW World Championship on the back. Uh, there's an interview with Asuka. And the poster is Shinsuke Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble. So there we go. Cool. Um, 
I'll have to look and see. I think this was the... Must have been the May one. So I think I got the July one. And then... Oh, apparently the, the theme for this was the grandest stage. Sure. I don't know how exactly that all translate. And then next month, um, it says now entering and there's a Braun Strowman statue collectible figure dealie. Um, so yes, I do get one more and then I can either renew or choose not to. I, I might revisit that. Um, you know, I mean, not that these aren't cool, but I've been getting them for almost two years now, so maybe I've gotten enough stuff, I think. Maybe it might be time not to renew, um, especially if they raise the prices. I'll have to look and see what they are. But there we go, stem crate um, for the May one. Even though it's true. Uh, I missed it last time. I didn't, I didn't have it in time before when I did the... The June, the I saw the May podcast, whatever that was. I, don't, I didn't have it yet. I don't think. I guess I don't know. Anyways, all right, let's move on to Money in the Bank. Um, the uh, Money in the Bank pay per view this Sunday from Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, outside of Chicago. Um, yeah. So here we go. All right. So this year, unlike last year, it is a group. Is a yeah, a dual branded pay per view. Uh, say that ten times fast. Um, so unlike last year, it was just SmackDown and the winners of the women's and men's uh, Money in the Bank were both on SmackDown. Obviously, uh, this year, well, it's dual branded. So, but there's only one for each. So whoever wins it, depending on what show they are on, they have it for their show. And for their championship. That's a problem right now. Because Brock Lesnar is nowhere to be found. So if the men. The, whoever wins the men's uh, Money in the Bank. Is from Raw. They gotta wait. Until Brock decides to show up. Which. Uh, could be interesting. Brock is rumored. And probably most likely will be at SummerSlam. Uh. Whether that is that whether that's his last scheduled show or not, who knows? No one seems to know what his contract is, so yikes! No one knows what's going on, and there's rumors about him going back to UFC as there always are. So, you, wahoo! All right, let's get to it. Um, nothing to do it, nothing but to it, but to do it. Is that right? No, I don't think that's right. All right, let's start off with the uh, kickoff show. We got the Bludgeon Brothers taking on Luke Owls and Carl Anderson, who won our number one contenders match. I think it was the Usos. It was like a month ago. So, <laughs> beg, you know, come, like, ugh, that's a, and they really haven't done anything other than that. They're like, oh, Luke Owls and, uh, I mean, yeah, Luke Owls and Carl Anderson beat the Usos, got number one contenders match. And I think Gallows beat Harper on like SmackDown a couple weeks ago. And that's been like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, it's a kickoff show, so there you go. Um, but I will note, I will note before we get, get into too far about, because this is a tag team match, SmackDown tag team match. On the Raw side of things, the B team, which is uh, Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel, they are now the B team, and they are undefeated as the B team since The Miz moved over to 
uh, SmackDown, and they were no longer the Miz Taraj. Um, they won a tag team battle royal to get the number one contenders match against, so to earn a match against uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, the eaters, no, the leaders of worlds. But they're nowhere to be found on this. They're not scheduled to be on this. Also not on this is Jeff Hardy. So the Hardys just aren't on a pay-per-view, which are designed around ladder matches. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and Jeff Hardy's the U.S. champion, too, so go figure. Did Russell Nakamura on SmackDown, but um, he got kicked in the ding-dong. and Well, that's that's all. That's all, that's all we need to know about Jeff Hardy, yes. Anyways, Bludgeon Brothers, Luke Hallows, uh, Carl Anderson... I'm going Blood and Brothers just because I don't know why not to retain. All right, now moving on to the uh, main card. Um, guess we'll start off with Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Oof, this has been this has been rough. <laughs> it's been a rough feud. I don't I don't know what's going on here. You know, poor Sami Zayn. I, you know. <sighs> And I almost argue this with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, too. I don't know what to do with either of the guys afterwards. Now, well, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I know what to do with one of the guys. I don't know what to do with the other guy. So, Kevin Owens, yes, you can go move Kevin Owens onto other stuff and do a bunch of other stuff with him. Sami Zayn, however, then just kind of gets lost in the shuffle and then ends up somehow back with Kevin Owens, either feuding against him or teaming with him or whatever. So now they broke him up again, sort of, and, you know, Kevin Owens is in the money in the bank, so that's fine. But now Sami Zayn's picking fights with Bobby Lashley, and it's, oof. Problem I can kind of see with the Ciampa-Gargano situation, it's like, well, once they're done with that, I can see Gargano going off and doing other things. But what's Ciampa going to do? I feel like people hate Ciampa. I feel like he's a great heel. He's got probably the a lot of the, the biggest heat of any guy right now. Problem is, it's all focused at Gargano. Once that's done, I don't know where they go with that. Other than him beating up Gargano over and over again. Like, him beating up, you know, Aleister Black doesn't have the same appeal. It's just like, okay, it's whatever. It's nothing wrong with Ciampa. Nothing wrong with Sami Zayn. It's just outside of those tagging or feeding against each other things... They just, it, I don't know what to do with them. And they don't seem to know what to do with Zayn. I'm just saying, I don't know, we don't know about Ciampa yet, but with Zayn specifically, it just kind of gets lost in this weird shuffle, and now they're basically just feeding him to Bobby Lashley, which gets to my point, I think Bobby Lashley will win this. Uh, but it's been a rough, rough, rough go um, for this feud. All right, next up, we got... Um, Jinder Mahal against Roman Reigns, because why the hell not? Now, if this closed the show, if this closed the show, you thought the people were going to riot when C- if CM Punk, Punk would have lost to John Cena in Money in the Bank 2011. This closed the show. It doesn't matter even who wins this. If it closes the show, people are going to, they're going to go nuts. They would tear down the building, I think. That'd be the last show ever in the All-Star Arena. Um, no, it's, I don't, I don't understand this. They're just trying to build up Roman Reigns again and figure out oh, people are going to boo. People don't like Jinder. People are going to boo him, so have Rowan fight him. Because I don't know if that's going to be the case. Uh, but yeah, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen this match. I mean, outside of Roman Reigns winning, because that's, that's what's going to happen. But in terms of like 
what the reaction to this or when it ends up on the card. I have no idea, but let's just get it up. Let's get it on and over with in terms of my predictions. All right, next up, um, I'll just do all the non-titled Money in the Bank matches first. So Bobby, no, sorry, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass again. So they fought last month, Backlash. Daniel Bryan won fairly easily, and then Big Cass beat him up afterwards. Then they had this whole thing where Daniel Bryan beat up Big Cass, but Big Cass was supposed to fight Smojo, but Daniel Bryan already lost, lost his match to qualify for Money in the Bank, so then, but then Daniel Bryan was going to take, Daniel Bryan for Jeff Hardy to get the spot to fight Samoa Joe, but then Big Cass was okay and ready to go anyway, so what was the whole point of that? And then Samoa Joe won anyway, so <laughs> none of it made any sense, or was meaningful, it was just, here we got six weeks to fill, let's put in some random matches. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal with this is. I, I think the re- I mean, I think ultimately they just didn't want to put Daniel Bryan in the Money in the Bank because they didn't want Daniel Bryan losing the Money in the Bank match, and they didn't want Daniel Bryan to be the Money in the Bank champion because it didn't really it doesn't work for what they're doing with Daniel Bryan. What they're doing with Daniel Bryan, I think they're leading up to Royal Rumble to have him win, but that's not till that's not till January, so. It's going to be a long haul. And he hasn't resigned. So it may not be the case, but I think that's how you get him to resign. Or maybe they just don't know what what to do with, with him if he doesn't. So they're kind of just going, yeah, for now, let's have him beat up Big Cass. And then if he resigns, we can go forward. If he doesn't, then, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win. All right. Um... All right, now we'll move on to the title matches. Uh, so we got Seth Rollins defending the Intercontinental title against Elias. Um, ooh, this is a tough one because you know I, I thought they Seth Rollins seemed geared up to have kind of a long-term uh, reign with the Intercontinental Championship, but honestly, if without Lesnar around and if Lesnar is leaving after SummerSlam. You're going to need Rollins in that main event main event picture. And Elias, perfect. Perfect for Intercontinental Champion. Perfect. Whether they do it now or a little bit down the road, I don't know. But I feel like if you do it now, then you can still get a couple matches with Rollins trying to get, get it back. And somehow still keep getting screwed out of it somehow one way or the other. Until it leads to something else down the line. Um... So, yeah, I'm going to go with Elias. I think Elias wins the championship. All right, next up, we got a uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. We got Carmella defending her championship against Asuka. <sighs> Yikes. Now, this is this is a tough one, too. Because to, to have Asuka lose to Charlotte... And then Charlotte turn around and lose to Carmella. To then Carmella have Carmella beat Charlotte. And then lose to Asuka. That's just confusing. <laughs> but honestly, I don't think they can have... I, I, don't, I don't see Asuka losing again. I'm going Asuka. I think she's going to win the title. Set up Asuka, Charlotte 2 at WrestleMania... Or, or, uh, SummerSlam? Problem is, there's still another pay-per-view in between at uh, Extreme Rules. But, 
again, dual branded, so they don't necessarily have to have that on there. I don't know. All right, next up is another tough one. You had Nia Jax defending the women Raw Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey's first ever one-on-one match. Whoa, okay. You just gave the title to Nia at uh, Money at uh, WrestleMania as a face, overcoming her bully, then beat, beating uh, beating uh, Oscar, uh, Alexa. Nope, you're not gonna do it. Be- Sorry, <laughs> gotta turn off the echo. Uh, beating Alexa, retain, um, overcoming her bully, and then she starts. Then she turns and or basically turns and now is. A bad guy against Ronda, because how else are you going to do it? I don't know. I think it's too early for this match. I think they should have saved it for SummerSlam in, in any event. Um, they had Ronda fight somebody else. But, um, no. But to have her lose? You can't have Ronda lose. Maybe she'll win by disqualification or something. I don't know, but I, you can't have her lose. But to give her the title right off the bat like this? I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't see Ronda losing though. So I feel like she'll win, but by disqualification or count out or something. That's all I got. All right. Next up, another kind of a tough one. Uh, you got AJ Styles taking on Nakamura, and a last man standing match for the WWE Championship. I think one way or the other, this is the end of the feud. For the time being. Uh, the problem with that, though, is Nakamura wins. Does an AJ get a rematch? Maybe you do. Maybe you give AJ the rematch at Extreme Rules, and then you move some, to something else at SummerSlam. Can't have these guys fighting a million times in a row. Can you? And they really haven't had that great match yet. Hopefully this is it. Um, but I think AJ's going to retain. I don't think they're ready to give it to Shinsuke. I think maybe AJ moves on to something else and Shinsuke moves on to something else. Maybe this is it. AJ wins, move on to something else. But is that something else for next month? Maybe a multi-guy thing next month and then whoever ends up being the big match for SummerSlam? Or maybe you do something next month and then have the multi-match. I don't know. But I don't see AJ losing the title. I just don't. All right, next up, I'll do the women's. Actually, you know, and to take, you know, I don't know what order they're going to put these matches in because that's the other thing, too, that, you know, this factors into this is depending on who wins the Money in the Bank matches, if these title matches are on after, well, well, obviously Lesnar's out there, but if the AJ Nakamura last man standing matches on after, easy pickings. The, if the winner's the SmackDown guy, you know, and then obviously Ronda and Nia and, you know, Alexa and Asuka, I mean, Carmella and Asuka, you know, the women's before. Because I kind of feel like the women's match is going to start off the show. And I think Ronda Rousey could close the show, to be quite honest with you. But where they put that men's Money in the Bank match and where they put the uh, WWE Championship match will be interesting to see. But what, in any event, I'm just going to do it in this order because I have no idea. Um, but this could change things, honestly. Um, but all right, let's do the women's uh, Money in the Bank. We had Ember Moon, 
Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Now let's go through these one by one and see which ones make sense. Now, the thing is, and traditionally, and I could be wrong about this, generally speaking, with the maybe the exception of one or two, generally speaking, the winner of the Money in the Bank has well first of all i think they've more more or less been mainly heels could be wrong about that and i feel like when the heels when they tend to usually keep the briefcase for longer and to cash before they cash them in as opposed to the faces that seem to do it nah maybe not right away but like you know in the, in the first couple months um generally speaking could be wrong about that but it seems that way it seems like when you think about oh a guy carrying around the money in the bank forever Usually heel, kind of heelish thing, kind of do to carry around the money in the bank thing. Sorry with Carmelo, made perfect sense. Sorry, sorry to with Baron Corbin, but ultimately that just didn't pan out the way they planned. I think. But let's go through these. So Ember Moon winning. Mm, I feel like if she wins it, she's gonna cash in pretty quickly. Don't see it. Don't see it for her yet, especially if Ronda wins or even if Nia wins. Either way, Charlotte. Charlotte Flair doesn't make sense to win it because Charlotte Flair, I think, can get a title match when basically whenever Charlotte Flair wants to. So what's the point of her having the money in the bank? And at this point, she's a face, and it wouldn't really make sense for her to have the money in the bank and cash it in. It just doesn't work. Alexa Bliss. Ooh, now here's a good one. Alexa Bliss winning this would be big. Granted, she's had the title for a good amount of the last year, uh, or a couple years, really, if you go back to SmackDown. Um... So again, maybe she doesn't need it because she can get a title match more or less whenever she can. She wants to. But I feel like her with the Money in the Bank briefcase would work. Uh, Becky Lynch. Um, Now, while I feel like she's kind of in the same Ember Moon situation, I feel like her having the Money in the Bank would make more sense. But I feel like she would cash it in pretty quickly. Uh, Natalia, again... Similar to Becky Lynch, except she'll probably like make it glow or something like that and do all sorts of gimmicky stuff with it, so maybe that will work for a while. Um, Lana, actually, Lana would really make sense, although they sort of turned her face a little bit on SmackDown, but not kind of, it was kind of weird, didn't really make any sense. It's like she went from like having this stupid dance off with Naomi, but then attacking her at the end, but then then, then they're attacking. But it was only because they were tagging against all the people that weren't in the money in the... I don't know. But her having the money in the bank, that that actually sort of makes sense. Um, Natalia, no. <laughs> I mean, sorry, no. And Sasha Banks. Now, Sasha Banks sort of does make sense. I can see that. Especially if she finally turns heel. Which, I don't know why they've been teasing that forever. They still haven't done it. There's, and it seems to be... The whole thing with Bailey went nowhere. Now Bailey's feeling the Wyatt Squad, but I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. Although I want to... Lana and Alexa Bliss are right there too, but I think Sasha's going to win it. And be the money in the Sasha Banks. It works name-wise too. Alright, and finally the main event, or possibly main event, or whatever. The the namesake of the pay-per-view... On the men's side, the Money in the Bank match for the men. Let's run down the card. We got Braun Strowman. Again, I don't really think he needs it. 
And if he cash and if he gets it, he'll cash it in right away. Maybe that's how you set up Braun Strowman versus Lesnar at SummerSlam. But the rumor is that it's going to be Roman Reigns. Blah blah blah. But maybe he cashes in during the match, like Seth Rollins did back in the day. I don't know, but I just don't see him needing it. I think he can get a title match kind of whenever he wants, if it ever gets off a of Lesnar. Um, Finn Balor, okay, he I could kind of see it making sense for. Um. I don't I don't know that he'd turn heel with it per se, but I could see him carrying it around. It would kinda work. It would make sense. It might be the only way he's gonna get a championship match at this point. <laughs> Even though he never lost it. Um The Miz, I mean The Miz has already had it. We've we've done this, we've been there, done that. I don't I don't I just don't see him getting it. Rusev I don't know that they ever know what to do with Rusev. I don't I don't see him getting it. Bobby Roode. Nope. I, I I just don't see it. I don't see it. Kevin Owens. Yes. I do see Kevin Owens with it. It does make sense. Kevin Owens with the briefcase carrying around for months and months and months and months and months and, months and teasing, cashing it in like every other week, basically. That I can see. That I can see. Now, in that, in that case, that's the case, then it doesn't really matter. Lesnar's not around for a bit. Um, Samoa Joe. He's a no-nonsense type of guy. This is the way you work him into AJ Styles or whoever for SummerSlam. I get that because I, if he wins this, I don't see him keeping it for very long. And then the one number of the New Day. Who's it going to be? I don't know. If whoever it is wins, does it work for all three of them? I don't know. <laughs> seems seems cool and like question like. In theory, it seems kind of cool and could be out there and kind of whatever, but in in execution, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see it happening. I mean, because he could have done the same thing with like the Royal Rumble or whatever. I just don't see it happening. So ultimately, I'm going to go Kevin Owens. I know that means both are on, on Raw, but I don't think that really matters too much. I think Owens will keep it for quite some time. Possibly cashing it in at like WrestleMania or something, or like a Royal Rumble or or something like that, or just whenever. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Those are my predictions. Um, coming up this weekend, I will be up in Maine this weekend. I will be checking them out. Hopefully on the Maine Wi-Fi, if it works well, I'll be able to watch it in real time. If not, I'll just watch it later on demand. Um, yep. Yeah, so there we go. Coming up this weekend, TakeOver and Money in the Bank, so check those out. Um, as always, you can go to the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com. Hopefully I'll post the picture of this box uh, soon, if I don't forget. And I don't even know if I posted the last one. I think I did, but I could be wrong. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at RazorVader. Also, subscribe to the One Man Renegade podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. And yeah, that's it. Leave me five stars. Give me a nice review. All that fun stuff. And we will. I will talk to you at the next next time out, which I don't know when that will be. Uh, maybe in a couple weeks before War of the Worlds. No, Best in the World. War of the Worlds? Best of, best of the World. Ring of Honor, Best of the World. Maybe I'll kind of... I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll see. Maybe if I have more sense of what the final cards will be for the UFC and the G1 special, I'll kind of do that all together and go over what happened to Money in the Bank and take over and all that stuff. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what Extreme Rules is. 
sometime in July. But anyways, talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks.